0: This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 1584, The Boundaryless Couple, Victims and Savers, by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of DrMargaretRutherford.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show that's all about improving your relationships. Optimal Relationships Daily. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Ready once again to read to you from a great post prepared by one of our contributors. This time we'll be hearing from therapist Dr. Margaret Rutherford. As she talks about the risks of being part of a relationship without boundaries, so let's give her work the floor and start optimizing your life. The boundary-less couple, victims and savers, by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of Margaretrutherford.com. Boundaries. What in the world does that word really mean when it comes to relationships? A boundary is a limit, an edge where one thing stops and another begins. If you say, I don't have good boundaries, what do you mean? Generally, it means that you allow other people to manipulate or disrespect your time, desires, or values. It can also mean that you actually do this to yourself because you've taken on a saver mentality, and that's how you feel loved. The roles of victim and saver. A while back, I read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a f- a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. I googled the author, Mark Manson. He's a mega-blogger, a self-made guru, with millions reading his relationship advice. As I hopscotched through his repetitive use of the F-word, which I expected, given the title of the book, I was struck by the wisdom he had to offer. I'm all for sharing wisdom, and it's apparent that many people are liking his very direct, common-sense, albeit expletive-filled delivery. He made two important points about boundaries and healthy relationships. One. You've got to take responsibility for yourself in a good relationship, meaning you claim your strengths and your weaknesses. And two, you don't want to or expect your partner to fix whatever problems you have. The boundary? What's mine is mine, what's yours is yours. You care that the other person is struggling or in pain, you empathize and help, but you understand and acknowledge that you can't fix it. That's something that only they can do. He divides people into victims and savers. This is similar to what's described as the Karpman drama triangle in psychology. With conflict, there are heroes, I'll save you, victims, help me, and persecutors, it's your fault. Both people can be addictively drawn to each other and the relationship becomes a dramatic off-the-charts roller coaster. Victims don't take responsibility for themselves and saviors absorb the needs and expectations of others in order to feel loved. Manson points out Quote, the victim, if he really loved the saver, would say, look, this is my problem. You don't have to fix it for me. Just support me while I fix it myself. If the saver really wanted to save the victim, the saver would say, look, you're blaming others for your own problems. Deal with this yourself. End quote. I couldn't agree with him more. Common Responses to Setting a Healthy Boundary If you're a victim... Someone setting a boundary with you can trigger tremendous insecurity. How can a saver move out of saving mode and into a healthy space where you're no longer party to the circle of drama being created? You can start by saying things like, I can no longer be as available to you, or I won't be a part of something that's destructive. As a victim, your defensiveness can be intense, and you may attack, adopting the persecutor role. What do you mean you can't be available? I've never asked you to do any of the things you do. I'll be fine without you. What are you saying? That you get to decide when we talk about something and when we don't? Who do you think you are? Or you can become even more of a victim than you were before. What do you mean you won't be available? You know this is the worst time of my life. I've never needed you more. What do you mean destructive? You're the one person who understands how hard it is for me to try and quit drinking. I'll die if I can't talk to you these reactions are emotional escalations. The basic message, you're trying to change the relationship and I'm not going to allow that. I'll come right back at you, upping the psychological ante. It's not necessarily intentional or conscious. Manson continues, people with strong boundaries are not afraid of a temper tantrum, an argument, or getting hurt. People with weak boundaries are terrified of those things, and will constantly mold their own behavior to fit the highs and lows of their relational emotional roller coaster. End quote. Yep, and yep. How you can begin to identify your role. When I have a saver or a victim in my office, I'll offer a scenario and ask what they'd predict someone who has healthy boundaries might do. You walk up to a park bench. On one end of the bench, there's someone sobbing, almost uncontrollably. On the other, they're someone who is dabbing their eyes with a Kleenex, obviously sad. You know for a fact that they are upset about a normal everyday type of disagreement or frustration and not a major life trauma. Who would someone with healthy boundaries tend to approach? Both the saver and victim almost always say the one who's sobbing uncontrollably. Yet, if you're not a victim or a saver, you would likely go to the person crying quietly. Why? you would sense that they had at least some capability of soothing themselves and were thus far more likely to be able to receive any help that you might be able to offer. Healthy people are more comfortable helping someone who can and want to help themselves. Here's the realization. The saver may then look at me somewhat astonished and experience the beginning of the realization of the pattern. I'd feel guilty if I didn't help, but I always feel guilty that I'm not doing enough. A victim may begin to realize the impact of their expectations and neediness and ask, So, how do I learn to soothe myself? And change has begun. That is the gift of insight. It helps you see a connection, a road that you've never been down. You can choose to change the road that you're on. If you're a saver, you can begin to recognize your own value apart from what you do for others. If you're a victim, you can begin to create new skill sets and develop habits that bring a sense of self competence and self sufficiency. It takes time, but it can be done. As a recovering saver, I ought to know. You just listened to the post titled The Boundary Less Couple Victims and Savers by Dr. Margaret Rutherford of drmargaretrutherford.com. And thanks to Dr. Margaret for this post somewhat teaming up with another favorite contributing member to the OLD network, Mark Manson. We read from him plenty as well. Sometimes uh, our roles of saver and victim can be so deeply ingrained that the idea of stepping out of these roles, or at least approaching a healthy middle ground, can indeed seem impossible. Savers especially might find a great nobility in their roles, you know, not recognizing how harmful their martyrdom can be to themselves and others. Well. You know, just like any other big change that we might try to make, I would recommend looking first for small ways in which you can push yourself in the direction that you want to go in. So a victim, for example, might reflect on times in which they've had to take care of themselves and done so successfully and make a point of taking ownership of their feelings and healing under similar circumstances, you know, instead of reaching for a savior just because they're available. Or they might consider how they can plan in advance for an oncoming struggle that they can anticipate, keeping a saver just on standby as an absolute last resort. The list could go on and on and change from scenario to scenario, but these are good questions to start asking ourselves anyway. And that'll do it for this post, everyone. But do not go, because there is another bonus episode ready in your feed as well. If you want more ORD today, we've got more. So consider checking that one out, and I will hope to see you there